Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Enjoy a tall, cool dude. I grew up like most kids, worried I couldn't bench two plates, that I wouldn't fit in, that I wouldn't find love. Then I discovered partying, and suddenly all those worries went to the wayside. I didn't need love. I had keg stands. I discovered I was great at raging, and it revealed wonderful things about myself. I could relate to bros, regardless of what kind of bro they were. I could be at a party and moon people, and everyone would laugh, you know, be witty. Or I could play beer pong and compete with real integrity. In short, I fulfilled my potential. The Nightcap on WGR Sports Radio 550. Have we talked about this? Isn't it some the, the, uh, beer, the playing beer pong with integrity? Are, are you talking about the clip or just the clip? The, yeah, I because I'm not that guy, and that is supposed to be introducing us, right? So I guess you're here. Maybe you do that. I don't play beer pong with integrity at all. I'm the dirtiest beer pong player you've ever seen. How can you be dirty at beer pong? I will tell you. Okay. There's a, if there's a cup a little bit too far to the edge, because the rule that I used to play in you beer whip, pong. You whip the ball at the cup oh, so that yeah. it falls? Yeah, because if the cup falls off, I don't, I don't care I don't how it happens. I think that's dirty. It's a rule. Drink. I am taking a baseball Absolutely. Up, and I am whipping that ball at that cup to that's, get it off. It's not dirty. It's within the rules. Okay, there are rollback rules that yep. sometimes can be subjective. I will dive on that table if I have to sometimes. Okay. I will as long as you don't shove knock over, the other people out As long as you don't knock way. over any cups, you're right. fine. What about, is there contact, though, when that in rollbacks? Because, I, you know, I'll be one to throw a body check. Not even kidding. That's assault, and you shouldn't do that. <laughs> there aren't, they're right. There are real laws Those, about that. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, that's, all, that's all I got. A lot of bouncing to get two cups. Because if you bounce the ball into yeah. a cup, then you get two. Right. I do that at least three times a game. I don't, that's not dirty. It's. I don't think that's dirty. It's shrewd. Hmm. It's getting an edge. I think. That's and here's about the thing. No, my. As long as if you the bouncing thing is great when the two other people are distracted oh, that you're playing against. It's, sure. If you're not trying to bounce when they're having a conversation or paying attention to something else, then I think you're doing it wrong. Actually. Yeah. There is also the rule of, and I don't again. I don't. It, it really depends where you play because everybody has different rules. Right. But there is a rule where that I used to play a lot, where the person in their drink cup, if you landed in there, you win the game. Ooh. And I would go for that a lot. Never, never played that before. Okay. Well, that's fun. Um, it's just called a dance cup. It's a dance Anytime cup. ever played. If it goes in there, you just 
team's got to start dancing. So I guess, I mean, maybe you're saying I do play with integrity. Maybe you're saying there's no way to play without integrity. I think, what is playing beer pong without integrity? I think slapping cups off like when you're in, it's, flipping the table like in a rage quit when you lose. It's a strange environment to be proud of yourself for playing with <laughs> integrity. Like like it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't right. That's right. <laughs> but there, there's that guy right there. He's he's proud of it. Good for him. Um, all right, well, we got a lot going on on tonight's show. Maybe we'll even get into a little bit about hockey odds. I want to do that at least by the end of the week because there's some Jack Eichel odds to win the Hart Trophy out there that are just astounding to me. Uh, so that'll be coming up either on tonight's show or we'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, Jody Biasi, Brendan Keeney here on the Nightcap. 803-0550 is the phone number to get involved in tonight's conversation. We've spent a lot of time on the last couple of days talking about a potential Bills opponent and what you would be looking for. But I don't know, have we talked about the flip side enough yet about not necessarily who we want to play, but who you really are afraid of, who you want to least who you want to play the least. And I think there are a couple different teams that you can make a case for. I feel like listening to that topic today on the station with Chopin the Bulldog and hearing some callers and some tweeters chime in their thoughts that the easy popular the most popular choice has been the Baltimore Ravens. And that's been a little interesting to me. I get it, because that is a team with a quarterback coming off an MVP season that last year looked like the best team in the league for a big chunk. And then this year came into the season, by the way, as the Super Bowl favorites. People forget that. They came in on almost all sports books to the season as the favorite over the Kansas City Chiefs. And they have definitely felt short of regular season expectations. So... To me, you have a combination of failing to meet expectations for this regular season and in the last two years, failing to meet playoff expectations. So Baltimore is very interesting for this right now, and I would not put them number one. I am gaining more respect for them because I do think I am over-exaggerating or I need to put a bigger – I need to put a bridge between – I think they're doing a disservice to Lamar Jackson and to what they could be doing in terms of an offense with a more high-volume pass attack because I really do think Lamar Jackson could, and I don't know this because we haven't seen it, I feel like he could be running an offense like Kyler Murray runs in Arizona, but we don't know. And I need to separate that desire to see what that looks like from what they actually are and how good that can be. Because at the end of the day, that defense can shut down almost anybody. I think Kansas City, they will have always have troubles doing that. I think right now they'd have trouble doing that with the Bills. And the Browns. And, then, and the Browns, right. <laughs> Mayfield. <laughs> and that offense, it is run heavy, and while I don't like that, it is efficient at doing that. And it runs the ball different than anybody else in the league because they can run the ball different than anybody else in the league just because of Lamar Jackson. Like he is he is to me right now, what is he? He is an average passer in the league while adding in a top five running back to his skill set. Like, that, that is what he is, isn't he? He is, who's a, who's a middle-of-the-road quarterback? Derek Carr? I feel like he's Derek Carr and Christian McCaffrey, all in one player. And that, that's valuable. Yeah. That is valuable. While it's not what I would want to see if I had him, it's still valuable. So, I don't want to over-exaggerate that. I'm not, I don't respect them as an opponent if they do get the bills in the first round. And there are teams I'd rather see. You don't right even now, respect them? I th- I've been very down on them all year. I think right now I would respect them as an opponent. I'd pick the Bills to win. 
for sure. Mm. But I'm at a point where I would definitely rather play Miami that or the Raiders than the Ravens. And I'm not sure a couple of weeks ago I would have been so sure of that. Yeah, the thing the thing that's interesting about this conversation is that we kind of have to separate what's realistic and what's not. And to me, it doesn't seem terribly realistic that the Raiders get in the playoffs. Perhaps Miami. All yeah. they really, all Miami really has to do is rattle off a couple wins. They have to win their last three, and they're in. They control their own destiny. They control right, and one of those games could be against the Bills. That there's a good possibility that they're resting players. Yep. And so you're the the, the let's talk about the Dolphins for a second. The Dolphins have to play the Patriots this week, and the Patriots looked absolutely terrible. Terrible against the Rams. And the Dolphins have a comparable defense to the Rams. So I don't expect that the Patriots are going to be putting up a ton in terms of points against the Dolphins this week. Next week you got the Raiders. And the Raiders are trending very much in the wrong direction. Almost losing to the Jets. Let's not forget that. They got blown out by Indianapolis. They came as close as you could come to losing to the Jets. They went to <laughs> almost the most obvious tanking move in history from losing from yeah. away from losing to the Jets, but they're still a dangerous enough team on offense where they could beat Miami, but I think I would I would take Miami in that game. You're you're that's kind of where I'm at. I don't think the Raiders' path to the playoffs is extremely realistic, especially with the victory that Baltimore had over Cleveland Monday night. So the Dolphins would be my hope to play mm. in the first round. But as far as the Ravens go, I'm just not with you at all on your point about the Ravens. I think the Ravens are extremely dangerous, and uh, I I would you're, not you're I would not making... be I would not be stoked to to play them. I, there aren't many teams in the AFC playoff picture that I'd be stoked to see. In honesty. You know, the Raiders and the Dolphins being the exception, but I'm yeah. not. The, the, the AFC is so good this year that I wouldn't be stoked to play the Browns. I wouldn't be stoked to play the Colts, but the Ravens. I would much rather. I would much rather play the 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 Browns, the Titans, or the Colts than the Ravens at this point. See, I'd rather play. And maybe how many teams would I disagree with you on that? I think the Colts would be close, and I would probably rather play the Colts, but it would be close. And I would definitely rather play the Ravens than the Titans. I think the the Titans' pass attack is more dangerous than Baltimore's. I think their rushing attack is more dangerous than Baltimore's. And I think their defense is at least close enough that I, I feel like they are a superior challenge. I'm okay overall. with the idea of letting Ryan Tannehill beat you. And I, I don't mean... <laughs> I am too. I, I don't mean like I would be okay with the Titans beating the Bills, I'm saying as a game plan going in to what would be, we'll say the wild card round, I would be okay yeah. if the Bills are like, you know what, we're going to key in on Derrick Henry, which they do extremely well. When they key in on the run, Yep. you just look at some of the better runners in the league this year. Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs didn't really do much of anything against the Bills. When you key in against the run, when the Bills do that, they hold some of the premier backs in this league relatively in check. Yeah. If you can do that, shut down Derrick Henry and force Ryan Tannehill to beat you through the air, I like Josh Allen's odds at beating Tannehill right now more than yes, that. I do agree with that. 
My 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 issue there is we're not in, encapsulating the entirety of the offense. And in vacuum, I think I like Lamar Jackson more than Ryan Tannehill. I think I would easily say that. But the way Tannehill's played in the last year with the wide receiver core that he currently has. I mean, and I agree with you. Like I think the way to play them is the way the Bills played them earlier in the season. They did shut down Derrick Henry for they just being, got unlucky. Right. Yeah. For being up in that game all day. For being or for the Bills being down in that game all day. When you generally play a more run-heavy game script. For Derrick Henry to have 57 yards. Right. That's a job. That's a great job by the Bills defense. But what happened? And what happened on some of those plays? It wasn't the whole day, because Tannehill throws for 203 touchdowns, but a lot of those were short fields, right? Sure. I feel like Short fields you... without Tredavious White. That's right. Oh, I forgot about that. A.J. Brown was on but Josh still, Norman. Man, or I should say, Josh Norman was on A.J. Brown. But still, that that I think the Bills can just smother and just take down that Baltimore pass offense like it's nothing. And Baltimore could run all over you. That could happen. But... I, one-on-one matchups, I think the Bills can commit eight in the box all day against Baltimore. And they could really figure out that team. They did do that last year, by the way. Like Lamar Jackson had his worst game against the Bills last season in an MVP season than he had against anybody else. It was still a decent game, but they, they kept him in check. Whereas that Titans receiving core of A.J. Brown and Corey Davis having a huge bounce-back season, and the, the tight end is no joke either. He's not as good as Mark Andrews, but Jonu Smith is near the top of the league in tight end catch per reception. He's up there in touchdowns. I think that pass attack with those weapons and the quarterback being good enough, like that is to be way more respected than Baltimore, who is it's broken plays. It's all their offense, offense is passing. It, it seems to be broken plays and checkdowns over the middle. Don't you think that's a lot of Josh Allen's success, though? Checkdowns over the middle, not checkdowns. I'm saying broken plays. I don't think it's as much. Mm. What is it Josh is Allen's? Some. What is Josh Allen's? I don't know, man. I think Allen has improved so much. Like he gets time in the pocket. Oh, he's just no, gunning he's, it. To he's open a very receivers. good pocket passer, but a lot of their offense is also him escaping the pocket it and is. allowing the Stefan Diggs and Cole Beasley's and John Browns of the world to get open downfield. But those guys get open, and they will get open much more often when Allen does create time like that. I think that's why the Bills' offense is so lethal, because it has both of those things going for them. If Allen needs to get rid of the ball quick, Beasley, Diggs, and John Brown can all get open right away. And then if he's extending plays, good luck, because you are not staying with those Bills' wide receivers. Baltimore... Like, Marquise Brown, sometimes, but he also doesn't have reliable hands. Like, they don't have a guy, let alone three, like the Bills have, to where if the pressure's coming and Lamar Jackson's got to hang in the pocket and make a throw, he is throwing into contested coverage. Here's a question. Schematically, do you think that the way the Bills' defense played against Pittsburgh would resemble a lot of how they would play against Baltimore? schematically i'm not saying they would they would hold the ravens to 15 points but they filled the box because yeah. really which is weird because pittsburgh's not good at running the ball by the way <laughs> but their passing game is so shallow it's almost an extension of the run game like it's almost hoping that when you get the ball into uh, it's a quick pass to the playmaker to give the playmaker the chance to make a play in space yeah that's th- that that's at least how I interpret their game plan. Do you think that would be something something similar? They brought pressure. They had a lot in the box. Yep. 
I, I, think, I think it would be you're yeah, looking be at close. a very similar schematic, and they and they did well with it. I that was almost another example, and I've gone back to the Charger game a couple of times for this. Like uh, they made they they played great defense and they ran the football, but the Charger game and the last really three four games they've done a better job stopping the run. Like before mm-hmm. beginning of the season, we were worried about that. Like a lot of fans were calling into this station, and the biggest complaint that we were getting was which you know we're basically a complaint department like it's a good measurement stick of what fans are worried about it was the rushing it was the rushing defense is where fans were at with all right this needs to improve and right now that has kind of gone away and maybe against Pittsburgh it's another and the Chargers too those were two teams that are not very good at running the football but the Bills still made a commitment to stop the run and they did it and right schematically it was almost a test run for what you might have to do against those three great rushing teams in the right, AFC, right. like Tennessee, Cleveland, and Baltimore. So I think the Bills, with a week of preparation, maybe an extra week. I don't know. If, is there a scenario where we know where who they play by week 16? Probably not. Um, but I know they won't be playing their starters in week 17 if they win even one game. So can we get to a point where I have confidence that Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier can figure out that Baltimore offense, because again, they kind of did it last season. If the Bills, if this year's Bills offense was on last year's team, they win that game. I don't even know if that's a debate. Even the last throw. I don't even need them for the whole game. Give me Stephon Diggs on the last play of that game. And that there's a greater chance that that's a touchdown and that you win. Because it was a throw, like I just kind of mentioned, it had to come out. And John Brown is very good at getting open. Marcus Peters is a very good cover corner. There was a little. There was enough separation there for the throw to be made. But a bigger-bodied wide receiver like Diggs, compared to John Brown, at least, there's a greater percentage chance that that catch was going to be made. And there's really a greater percentage chance that he was going to be more open on that play. And John Josh Brown's Allen, a great route runner, but Diggs is the best in the league. And Josh Allen's a better player this year than last year. Right. So, honestly, just give me the Bills' offense on that play. And maybe they would have beaten the Ravens, who were at the height of their powers last year. I think this comes down, and this is actually a fun conversation because I'm not used to having it, but I think that the Bills are at a point where you can make a very good case that they could beat every single team that they would go up against in the playoffs. I don't think we've been there before. Last year against the Texans for sure, but the Texans were the, the mm-hmm. four seed, the, the worst of the division winners, and, right? Yeah. I, I don't think any of us were at the point to start saying Super Bowl last year. I yep. sure wasn't. I sure was not. This year it's different. I think they can match up well against anyone, especially with the coaching that's been demonstrated yes. this year. But in terms of the question originally was, what team scares you? Yep. Right? And Baltimore scares me because if they start to regain the form they had last year specifically, then they are explosive. And they are a team that will put up points and dominate the clock. Yeah. And when you limit Josh Allen, even though the offense is very efficient, when you limit the number of times Josh Allen and the Bills' offense can touch the ball, and the defense has to be on the field playing a tiring game against a very good running mm-hmm. scheme, that scares me. I don't think that it's, it's a lock to lose. I would still, like you, pick well, the Bills to right. win. But if we're talking about what style of play, what team can do it, 
the Baltimore Ravens are right at the top, and I really don't see a close second. Well, really, like at the end of the day, why would the Bills be favored against any of these teams? They do have one thing going for them, that no matter how the game starts, the Bills can win the football game. If they get out ahead, they right. have a, an amazing chance of winning. If the Bills get out behind, they've... Pr- or get behind to start the game, they've proven that they could come back in games this season. Like, they, you can't count them out. Sure. Even if the score, if they're down 17 in the first half, I'm not sure I would count them out against any of these teams, even with great defenses. Whereas almost every team we've mentioned, the Colts, the Titans, the Ravens, the Browns, the Dolphins, if the Bills get out ahead of those teams and suddenly you have to start throwing against the Bills secondary, who's playing as good as it has all season right now, a Bills defense that's playing as good as it is all season right now, and you have to now play them when they don't really have to worry about your run game as much, that game script is a nightmare for opposing teams when they play the Bills. That's why they'd be favored against anybody we're talking about. Agreed, but the complete opposite is also true. If the Ravens come out and get a 10, 13, 14-point lead... You gotta stop the run. You have to stop the run, and... The Ravens are fantastic at playing from ahead. True. So really, a game they between can't the play Bills. From behind, though. I don't. Right? I don't. They did. They did this past Sunday. So I, I give the Bills a better yeah. shot to play from behind than Monday. the Ravens. But you also do not want to be behind against sure. the Ravens because they have a good defense and because they can churn clock. That's right. 803-0550 is the phone number. We'll take any calls before we get to our interview of the day. Kyle Brandt. When we come back, Jody Biasi and Brendan Keeney. It's the nightcap on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.